Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! Welcome back to 88.3 WSUT's After Further Review here. I got myself, Frank Vashner, on the line. How do you like this uh, little mix here, Frank? Very nice. Yeah, nice. We're trying to get Ryan McCumber to call in, but we're going to talk a little bit of Friday Night Recap High School Football with you since you're up in the mitten. And also, you're with Friday Night Victor, so you primarily cover uh, coverage in Michigan, but you also have some coverage here in Toledo as well, basically the local area. Yeah, we do. I mean, I may as well go ahead and start with her. Wait a minute. Let's say hi to Marcus Kennard. You know, make sure What's you go on, to Marcus? Yeah, Marcus has a building service uh, that cleans buildings for you, so make sure you check him out. I know he's one of the best in town. Uh, get a hold of him if you want to get some prices. I think you can find the phone number and the company on Google. So Marcus is over here watching us. So uh, if Marcus can, he probably could say hi or something right in the comments. But go ahead, Frank, with your uh, Friday Now, what do you actually explain what you do with Friday Night Victors first? Well, I pretty much, um, I come. Teams I cover are um, Dundee, obviously, since I'm director of social media there. And you get paid for that? Wish I did. Oh, oh! I thought you got paid. I mean, you got it all over your Twitter. You got it all over your Facebook. Yeah, I got to promote what I do. Right, and I thought you was bigwig over there at Dundee. Yeah, but, <laughs> excuse me. But, and plus, I also co- I cover Whiteford last week, week when they... Uh, Curbs they rickrolled Blissfield forty eight to six. That one was not even that was not even close. And let's not talk about what they did to strike. Now Stryker, I believe, just got a football program back, I believe. So they don't have yes. too many kids over there. I think they haven't had a football program in like over eighty something years. Try nineteen thirty one was the last time they had varsity football. Thirty one? Nineteen thirty one, yes. That was before my grandmother was even born. Ooh. But they uh, they came they gave him a nice little uh, welcome there. I, I kind of feel bad for them because I mean it it you know how I am about this about how they do this because you know when when you have scores like that it's just not it's just not fair at all how they do it. Well, but then again, Whiteford's just on another planet. <laughs> yeah, and it was a stanky leg alert. What was the score of the game, Frank? <laughs> okay, the score of that one: Whiteford sixty-four, striker zilch. That's just not fair. Another stinky leg alert also was with, uh, also say hi to Lisa. Lisa Stout's watching us as well. Uh, Springfield and Bowser, 66-0. to zero. Oh. I mean, did Bowser even show up? That was another. Boy. Yeah, as I mentioned. Uh, no, wait, 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 Frank. And don't forget, my alma mater played a team from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yes. And they gave them, what did St. Francis say to Bedford? They said slap. They fifty-two to fourteen. I heard a rumor that there was a Rick Astley sighting there. Yeah, it was. It was also this too. Yep. Yeah, they got. It was St. Francis fifty-two, Bedford fourteen. I honestly, I mean, good win by your alma mater, Derek. But because I would not have expected that. I think. I understand in the last few years, St. Francis only had two wins, and last year was a close game against Bedford, and I believe St. Francis was trying to close the game out, and the quarterback fumbled. 
So, and I think Bedford went on and scored a winning drive on that one last year, and actually the, in the glass bowl. So I too, totally understand that. But uh, Malachi Wise pretty much uh, curb stomped on Bedford's defense. Pretty yeah. much, he, he got a lot of yardage on them. This could this could really be a down year for for Jeff Woods' team. Yeah, you're right. Keep going though, Frank. Yeah. So, but I'll get to the games that we had uh, Thursday night. Uh, it was Thursday night action. Yeah, because of Labor Day weekend. Mm, that's right, in the mitten. Yeah, and we did have another stanky leg alert. Nah, I don't know about this. What was the other stanky leg Dundee pl- 54, Stockbridge 8. 54 to 8? See, this is what I... Do you, now, do you, in Michigan, do you have the um, 32nd... I mean, the, the clock, after 30 points, the clock keeps running. I believe Ohio, it, they have that. It's, uh, thir- it, I believe once it gets to... I think it's 40 points in the after the second half. And you know what? Playing Rick Astley, I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, Tom Ostrike, the athletic director at Dundee, also uh, the defensive coordinator for the football team. He lo- he does love himself some Rick. Oh, is that why he was Rick rolling the opponents the other night? Is this what they were playing? Uh, we were. Uh, we. I would say that I was listening to this in my car on the way home. Oh, okay. Turn it up for Coach O. There you go. That's for Coach O. Wait a minute. Here comes the best part. Frank, you even got moves like Rick, man. Frank's got moves just like Rick. Uh, barely any moves. I mean, you don't dance like the uh, bartender in this video. But, you know, once again, putting the stanky leg and the Rick roll on these teams. Did you ever ask him what's it like to put a Rick roll on a team? Because sometimes you feel bad because it is still high school sports and it's still the youth out there. You don't want to be pretty much running up the score well, on yeah. people. Oh, yeah, I know. But, again, sometimes you just run. Sometimes. But I think you said this before. You want to. You don't want you want to your guys to just keep executing on offense. You don't want them picking up bad habits because yeah, the, right. the game's not over till the clock hits zero in the fourth quarter. Sound like the other team was a bad habit because they couldn't get nothing going. Well, uh, they score. They ended up uh, up scoring on one drive. And they got ended up getting a two point conversion on kind of a fluky play, but they didn't do squat after that. They tur- They also turned it over three times. Let me guess that the JVs were in and everything. Uh no, I mean we did put our second string in. Second late. string, oh, what at a score of fifty four to nothing? Uh, fifty four to we did have our, we did have mo- pretty much most of our second stringers in. You well, usually in scores like that, you usually try to get the third stringers and the JV well, guys we, in. Well, the the, the uh, we only had two uh, JV players traveled with us. Oh, oh, it was on the road. Okay, that, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. But okay, keep going. Yeah, so that that was that one. So Dundee's now two and zero. Big test coming up uh, next week against Hudson in conference opener. That's a home game, and and I'd say in that one they got a shot. Although Hudson, they're saying they could be down here, but you know Chris Luma, Hudson's coach, somebody I have a lot of respect for. Some other games that went on on Erie Mason got their first win over Britain Deerfield, thirty four twenty six. Hicks, uh, quarterback Noah Boudry ran for 215 yards in that game. I have no clue who these people are. Well, no, Noah Boudry is a name you need to know. Oh, I should. I mean, I'm in the Buckeye State, so I'm worried about the Buckeye teams, basically. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I'll see them on the news, and they'll give them a little yeah, bit of pub. All you got to do is search him. He's, done, he's, done, he's been doing pretty well there, only a sophomore. Or, but kid, kid's legit. Some uh, Let's see, another LCAA score. Ida wins a close one over Lake Fenton. Did they cheat? 
<laughs> no, they didn't. That is Frank's alma mater is Ida. Even though he works for Dundee, he is an all. He is his alma mater is Ida. Well, that that was a, that was a game that uh, both uh, Gary Hoff and I missed on. We picked Lake Fenton because we figured, you know what, Lake Fenton's been a perennial playoff team in Division Four, mm-hmm. or in, uh, not, so, so and not. So you picked against your alma mater, Frank. You are a Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not being a homer. Why do you not have to be a homer, bro? You, the, your alma mater proved you wrong, and you were over there being a Benedict. Well, you know, I was the only one to pick them last week over Jefferson. And did they win? Yes. Okay, then why didn't you go roll with the dice again to get the two and zero? Oh? Because the te- because the Jefferson team they played. Le- <laughs> oh, look. our head coach Kyle McElvady oh. has joined us. So, okay. Coach Mack, welcome. Uh, dedication to Coach Ostrike, the most the most popular defensive coordinator in the LCAA. What's the LCAA? That's the Ludwig County Athletics Association. That's our conference. Oh, the LCAA. I never heard of. It. Now, is it like that in basketball too? Ludwig County Athletic Association. Yes. Okay, the LCAA. Okay, keep going. So, so I'm sure your coach, you know, he's used to this a lot. Well, uh, Coach O, let's just say Coach O also likes me playing uh, this song at any sporting event that I'm behind the mic for. Oh, okay. But you, and you, did you dance, too, at these sporting events of this song? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. okay. I mean, he, we're trying to get him to play it. I hold, mean, on, hold, on, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you know, Coach is never going to desert you. So, Frank, yeah, okay. So that's with a little shout-out to them. So you picked against the alma mater, Ida, which I can't believe, and they proved you wrong. They won last week, and then so I, hopefully, well, Frank, you don't gamble because you'd be a poor gambler. I don't, but the re- reason why is because Ida played Jefferson and our own Jeff Grodi. He was, he was actually at that game. He's a Jefferson alumnus, and he said that was the worst Jefferson team he ever saw. Maybe he's being a little overboard because they lost to Ida. Well, and he told he told me that Ida didn't really impress him that much. So you listen to him instead of going with your own gut to stick with your alma mater. And I have had people from Ida tell me that there were there they have seen some issues going on with committing dumb penalties. And I think well, no issues right now because they're two and zero right now. Well, real test is going to come in conference play when they go on the road to Brooklyn Columbia Central next week, mm-hmm. and. That was a team that hung half a hundred on them in their house last year. That was last year, though, Frank. This is this year. That was and Columbia Central is the favorite to win the LCAA. Okay, so now this makes more sense that you're not going to pick Ida because this is the favorite in the LCAA. But la- this week you should have been picking them, right, Frank? You should have been Why? picking them. Why? Because it's your alma mater, and they won Derek, last week. Derek, and Derek, stop. I don't pick a team. No, I'm not saying of, you're being a homer, but they won last week against Jefferson. You should have rolled the dice again and said, you know what? Ida's going to win this week. Now, I can see this, this week coming a, up, there was though. A bi- Derek, there was a big step up between, from Jefferson to to Lake Fenton. Jefferson did not win a single game last year. Well, Lake Fenton didn't win last week either. They, well, Ida Lake, won. Fe- Lake Fenton has made the playoffs four out of the last five years. Yeah, but that was last year, though. <sighs> St. Francis, Francis only won two games last year, and look what they did to Bedford. I mean, they really gave the wood to Jeff Wood's team. Whew. Okay, that was a good pun right there. Yeah, I'll give you that they one. gave them the wood. But Lake Fenton, as I mentioned, they were they had ended up beating a pretty quality team in week one in Cadillac. Michigan. Yes. Okay. 
So they, and plus, and even afterwards, I did talk with uh, a few Ida alums, and they gave me some observations, and they said, yeah, it was a nice win, but they still were not, they were not very impressed. What does it take for the impressed people in Ida? You're 2-0. and Well. I mean, let me guess, Ida's one of those communities where it's really hard to impress the, the locals. Well, it's a, and I guess it's also hard to impress some of the people, <laughs> excuse me, covering the, some of the uh, media as well because I guess they, I remember last year when they beat Hudson sixteen to nothing, mm-hmm. which is a good win. Yeah, it, it was because Hudson at the time was one of the top five teams in Division Seven, mm-hmm. and the, I didn't ever even crack the rankings. And then, the, but of course, the following week they proceeded to poop a hammer at Hillsdale. No, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you don't you can't win them all, but the fact of the matter is, Frank, you know, your alma mater looks like they got a pretty decent team this year. Well, I want I want to see some more, especially when conference play opens up, mm-hmm. because I I even had some uh, graduates tell me this is a team that does not do that has struggled against teams that run the spread. Mm-hmm. So I want to say hi to Craig Turner. He's one of my friends. He's over in the uh, Career Services Building across the way here from the University of Toledo's uh, Student Union. Keep going. Yeah. So another game in the area and uh, the Tri County Conference, hence. Pittsburgh beat Summerfield in a de- kind of a defensive struggle. Looks like uh, Alabama LSU game. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh won ten nothing. It's Pitt- not bad. I mean, I, I guess I like to see those scores where it's kind of like, well, it's not raining or anything like that, but it's three yards on a cloud of dirt, dust and some good defense. Well, sometimes I, you know these spread offenses, the scores are getting to the point where you know on ESPN I saw a score where the football was ninety nine to eighty one. I mean, I, you went to a football game and a basketball game broke out. It was essentially it was stroking it from deep, basically, is what I want to know. But ninety nine to eighty one, that's Tecmo Super Bowl mm-hmm. scores. Yeah, and somebody's defensive coordinator is getting fired. Uh, maybe you, you never know. Yeah, but uh, but I mean Pittsburgh has not given up a single point through the first couple of weeks of the season. They shut out Morency in Week One, twenty-eight nothing. Mm-hmm. So good. So they've got that. They they could. I'm not sure if they might be in the pool of last team to not allow a single point. Right, right. So there was that one. Uh, a couple of Huron League scores. Uh, Riverview, the reigning Huron League champs, get uh get get a revenge over Flat Rock, a twenty four ten. Flat Rock was the only team in the Huron League to beat Riverview last year. Wow! And people are and Riverview was the favorite in the league. Although some were saying, "Oh, well, they lost a lot of their offensive line, mm-hmm. even even though they had uh, their quarterback Dom Wood coming back and a few other key pieces." So I mean, they've Riverview, I think, is still the favorite in the Huron League until somebody beats them. Right, um, and then also, oh, Grozeal off to a two and zero start as well in the Huron League. Some people consider that team a dark horse. They beat Airport thirty two twenty one on the on the island. Ooh, that's okay. where that's where Grozeal is it's on an island. It's on an island. Okay. I mean, an island in the middle of the Detroit River. No, what really? Yeah, the Detroit River actually has an island on it. Yeah, Grozeal. I never, I never knew that. That's something I learn all the time. Hmm. Yep, it's the uh, the island is what they love to call it. Mm, okay. But, so those are your Thursday night scores. Then last night uh, we had we actually had some. I mean, I know we had those two stanky leg alerts: mm-hmm. St. Francis over Bedford, Whiteford over Striker. Rest of the games we had in our area were some good ones, though. Oh, okay. But- Nuba. New Boston here on picks up their first win of the season, sixteen thirteen over Jefferson. 
And he'll hold off a furious comeback from the Bears. Head coach Chad Smith gets his first win. Mm-hmm. Monroe wins over Elkhart Central, 19-16. to He and his well, hell on a goal line stand. Monroe 2-0 on the year. And then the game I was at last night, and also Coach Mack was at as well with me, SMCC and Milan, and we had, and of course this week, I, shameless plug for Friday Night Victors, we, I was filling in on four guys talking football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with, is, this a, is this a show or something? Yeah, it was, a, it was basically the pregame show for SMCC that the radio broadcasts air on the, the web stream for 98.3 Nash Icon out of Monroe. Okay. And we had, said, we had basically said this was the best game in the Huron League this week. And it didn't, and it didn't disappoint. I mean, for I mean, SFCC gets on the board with an eighty-yard punt return from Wyatt Bergmoser, which I I I kind of thought there would be a special team score in this one, but I did not expect it to be from the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I actually expected it to be from Milan's Hunter Oshbacher, mm-hmm. but he ended up having two long touchdown runs. He had over a hundred and eighty yards on the ground. Um, so it ended up being a a uh, twenty to fourteen game, Milan with the lead in the first half. SMCC ended up taking a lot of time off the clock on their first drive. They loved to. That was a vintage SMCC drive, mind you. They ended up scoring on a short run by John Ritchie, take the lead. They stop Milan, get the ball back. Heck, they're driving down the field. It stalls out. They try a field goal. Whole bad stab. And then Milan ends up driving down the field, facing a fourth and long uh, after a false start penalty. And then it was DJ Jones who uh, found Evan Fertney in the back of the end zone, although home for what was the game-winning score. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, CeCe had one last shot at it, and it was Fertney who intercepted Josh Blanchett's desperation heave. I actually talked with uh, Evan after the game. He would, because he he told me that the play was designed to go underneath to Oshbacher, their running back, but he was covered, and Fertney was the decoy on that play, and mm-hmm. but of course he ended up being the go-to guy and made a play, and of course his older brother Mike is actually on the roster at Wisconsin right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, I don't know if he played last night or not. Not so good win, so a good win for Milan there. I I honestly think they may have put the rest of the Huron League on notice because anytime you go into Navarre Field and steal one like that in a hostile environment, and you've got a pretty good team on your hands. I know last year they they absolutely punked SMCC in Milan, forty-one eighteen, and everyone's thinking, okay, Milan's the best team, but <laughs> excuse me, yeah, stop coughing in the mic for Sorry, yeah. They had a but they had a lot of injuries last year and. And they kind of tailed off. So I think uh, Jesse Hoskins has a very he might he could have something going this year. They might they might give River they could give Riverview a challenge. They got to go to Flat Rock Hawk next week for for a road game. Hey, that one should be interesting before they have their first home opener in Week Four. Or and then I got to share. Uh, oops. Thought. Sorry. Oh shoot. Keep going. Sorry, I don't know if I just bumped something on my computer, or was that you? That was me. He won. Was it? Wrap it up, Frank. Okay. 
And then uh, Chris's thought. I I do have to admit I may have been off on airport this year. I picked them to go six and three in their own two for a start. Although I did expect them to lose their first two games. Ames, he does say it. Chris also thinks Bedford's down. Hound. Chris picked uh, Grozeal. <coughs> Man, Frank, coughing still in the mic. Sorry, I'm just real. I need to get some water. So, so he said that six and three looks good for Grozeal right now, and that the Huron League race should be fun. And and I do have to mention. Big win by Milan last night again, but it was a heartbreaker for SMCC. They have, I can't tell you how many games they have lost like that in the last minute over the years. Because mm-hmm. I know in times they get in the playoffs, they get to the semifinal round or the final round, lose tough ones. And then I, I know last year they played Madison Heights, Madison in the playoffs. They were tied with a minute left. They were forced to punt, but then their punter had trouble with the snap. Happened. It resulted in a safety, and they lost that one. And I was just thinking, jeez, how many times? If you're if you're a Falcon fan, how many times can you just let yourself get kicked in the nuts like that? Mm-hmm. That that's painful. But you know, I think. But I, uh, Adam Kipp's squad's gonna have to regroup. They got a tough one at Riverview. Which I th- I thought was going to be the game of the year in the Huron League, and now it's kind of, the shine's kind of come off of that one. And so, tough one. You got to keep playing. So, that's our uh, unofficial uh, Friday night's victor. Our uh, our high school football recap of Michigan, unofficially sponsored by Friday Night Victors. Yeah, do they, I mean, do they pay you? Oh, they pay you or no? Are you uh, doing that volunteer too? Uh. So I've got there. There could be something going on. I got it. I get, we get if as long as I can secure some sponsorship. Oh, okay. Because I thought maybe if they want to sponsor our show, they can sponsor it. But guess what we're gonna do? Uh, take a break. <laughs> no, we're gonna talk a little bit of high school football. You know, those Scott Bulldogs, though. Listen, listen. Look at this, Frank. They're actually, we're gonna get some music potted up. We're gonna have some scores from around the Ohio area actually to finish this segment up. Yeah, I do. I do know that. Uh, Whitmer got stomped by. Yeah, Detroit you forgot Cal- about Catholic Central. You yeah, talking Detroit- about you talking about yeah, all the, the 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 Michigan. Teams? I did forget about that one though. Why? Uh, sorry about that. I, yeah, but you know that I'm not so I'm sure. There's a lot of shame because Detroit Catholic Central is a powerhouse in Division One in Michigan. So yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. I heard about the top three team in that in the state or top four actually. I think they're number four ranked in the state. Yeah, but, I I kind of I thought that game would be closer, but no. Detroit Catholic Central like a man among boys. Let's go to some scores here from the City League. Wait, 21. Maumee, 6. Them Scott Bulldogs, they're 2-0. They ended up beating Gabriel Rashard yeah, last in week. week. Yeah, he told me in week one they did. That was a, that was a big win for them. Why? That was a, Gabriel Rashard did not look good, Frank. Well, I mean, hey, Scott pretty much bench-pressed them. You know, like, they, I'm gonna, they, it looks like Gabriel Rashard needs to get some iron up. Did they even win last week, Gabriel Rashard? You know what? I'm going to ch- check on that right yeah, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. check on that because, I mean, Scott just gave him that bulldog smacking. Start 23, Swanton 7, Brian 42, Woodward 14, Stinky Lake Alert, Delta barely over Rogers 20-18. Uh, then uh, Springfield uh, pretty much smacked up Bowser 66 to zero. As we talked about earlier, St. Francis over Bedford 52 to 14. Detroit Catholic Central, that's right, 35. Whitmer, 7. Fremont Ross, 49. Southview, 21. This is in the Three Rivers Athletic Conference, known as the track. Upper Arlington 
over Finley and OT, 49-42. Did Gabriel Richard win? Uh, I'm I'm currently on M Live right now, trying to bring that up. St. John's 19, Perrysburg 7. My boy Meech, Demetrius Metopoulos, looked good out there. My cousin even got an interception. Marcus Jarrett, check them out. Very nice. Rebounding from last week's uh, loss to Bowling Green, Northview. They rebound from losing to Wade. Beat Clay 20 to 13. Piqua over Lima Senior 26 to 6. Northern Lakes League action, NLL, Anthony Wayne, 31, Col- Tiffin Columbian, 14. Eastwood beats Bowling Green, 21-14. to 14. Liberty Center over Napoleon, 21-0. to In the NBC, and no, I'm not talking about the, uh, the television. Peacock. Yeah, the Peacock or the television network. The Northern Buckeye Conference, Gibsonburg over Woodmore, 38-12. Lake over Wood- Northwood, 36-22. to Lakota over Elmwood, 26-19. Genoa, the team that Anthony <laughs> despised and thought they were always pouring it on, 34-14. Port Clinton over Rossford, 47-33. That was actually a pretty good one. And then, you know, the, another thing that there was, here's another stinky leg alert here. At Siegel, 57. North Baltimore, or sometimes called Nobo, 0. Did you get that Gabriel Richard score yet? Uh, yep, I do have a score. Toledo Area, hold on. Toledo Area Athletic Conference, White for a 64, Striker 0, Evergreen 48, Montpelier Zilch, Ayersville over Ottawa Hills 44-7, Pandora Gilboa 41-6 over Cardinal Stritch, Toledo Christian 48, Arcadia 3, Antwerp 42-0 over Hilltop, and Edgerton beats Eden 56 to six gave him the 50 point ball and the last scores we have over here the nwoal northwest ohio athletic league archbold over liberty benton by one that's a good game right there 28 27 wasian over tenora 36 7 patrick henry gets slapped up 42 to 7 from marion local and uh, that's your score what do you got for us with the um gabriel richard played detroit Loyola, and they got Punked 38-14. Oh, so Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel Richard is not really good, are they? They might be in for a down year there. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm pretty much figuring. So, get your Friday night recap from the Mitten. And one more score I do want to bring up. Uh, Salit, it was uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central had a winning streak snapped by Celine last night. Mm-hmm. What was the score, Frank? I believe it was. Uh, I'm checking. Hang on one second. Uh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, because Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Catholic Central had 21 game winning streak. They lost 17 to seven to Celine. Celine, coached by former Whitmer ball coach mm-hmm. Joe Palka. Yeah, that was a uh, two or three coaches ago. But yeah, good segment here, uh, Frank. And also, make sure you guys check out WXUT as they'll broadcast Rockets football against VMI. As Frank thinks that's going to be an easy one. I, I'm not saying it's an easy one, but I think the Rockets will take care of business. Well, you, you didn't think Ida was going to be able to take care of business. So, and look what happened with that one. It kind of came up a little bit short. That's why I said, I hope you're not a betting man, Frank, because you wouldn't be making a lot of money. What's that, Frank? That was, uh, I think you sent a message to David. Mm-hmm. That... Don't cough into the mic. That right. did call in. So we'll try to get him to call in a little bit, and then uh, we'll go to our next. Segment. You you want to talk about something else? You want to talk about Michigan State? We might we might get Ryan McCumber to call in? Yeah, I'm don't don't know yet. Uh, we'll see. Um, what else? You had some other subjects you want to talk about? I know David has some stuff to talk about too, as we're in high noon here. 
And it's supposed to be a hot one. It feels actually feels pretty good out there. By the way, the Bears trade for Khalil Mack, two first rounders, and possibly Kyle Long. Wow. Uh, David will be talking a little bit about uh, Mr. Baisley. And uh, I mean, he must have recalled. Oh, yeah, you can call my phone, David. And uh, he also wants to talk about he's a little upset. Uh, we saw the um, someone from Ohio State administration resign because they didn't like Urban Meyer's suspension. It wasn't long enough to them. So what we'll do is we'll get David on yeah, the horn. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have Ryan. I guess he said his phone, he's having phone issues. No, okay, well, no problem there. We can, don't have to have him on here. So, Because uh, he said he's traveling. So we'll get uh, to uh, basically. He, he's not yet. I guess he had to go to the Apple store. So The Apple store? Yeah, to get his phone fixed. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have David the man of God Harris uh, calling in pretty soon, actually. And then here we go. And David will be on with us. Right after these commercial breaks, listen to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on um, iTunes. WGTs after further review on SoundCloud and just after further review on uh, iTunes. When we return, David the Man of God Harris talking a little bit about Ohio State football and some boring soccer. That and more here on 88.3 WXUT.